Hey, family. This is another episode of The Faith Life that we'll be embarking upon tonight. And again, my name is Curtis D. Young. I will be your host during this Faith Life broadcast. And we've been discussing the topic of walking and anointing and in the presence of God. And this is our, um, our last episode of, on, on this particular topic tonight. And so far, we have discussed the, the secrets of the supernatural power of God and and, and we talked about the importance of one secret being the power of God's word, two being the um, the power of prayer, three being the strength uh, that we operate in God and operate according to his might and his power. And four, we, and then five, we talked about always possessing um, a heavenly perspective. And tonight we're going to close out talking about the importance of that uh, praying in the spirit, staying in contact with God and the importance of worship all right and subject matter we're talking about starting off with that first point praying in the spirit and it is so imperative that we stay in the spirit and move by the spirit because now we talk we've been talking about to be really effective in this flow um with god walking in his presence and walking in his anointing that anointing we talked about increases in our life as we understand that we're submitted unto God. We're new creatures in Christ Jesus. It's no longer us living, but it's him living through us in the power of the Holy Spirit. So as we talk about praying in the spirit, remember we talked about communication. It's a communication. It's a heavenly language, a gift that God has given to us to communicate to us. Um, so that we can communicate back to him. We can receive from him and we can, and, and, and that, um, and, and we can and, and we can again express what he's calling us to express in the earth in that form of communication. So kind of constantly staying in contact with God is talking about maintaining your life relationship with God here in Jude 20th chapter. I'm sorry, the 20th Jude, first chapter, of course, only has one chapter beginning here in the 20th verse. It says, but you, beloved, building yourselves up on your most holy faith, praying in the spirit. OK, so keep keep uh, yourselves in the love of God, looking for the mercy of our Lord Jesus Christ unto eternal life. So it's talking about communication with God, staying in constant commune with God. It's so important as we walk out this life. We talked about how as our number one example, how Jesus, how he stole away on many occasions to to spend time with God. And we know the results that occurred after he came out of the presence of God as he walked about to and fro. God used him in mighty ways to set people free. God used him to demonstrate the kingdom of God, the power of God in the earth. Okay, So that's what he would do with us. So that's the importance of communing in the power of the Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit knows how to make intercession. Because sometimes when we communicate with God and we pray, we don't know exactly what to say. But the Holy Spirit is always making intercession um, through us. And he gives us the revelation and knowledge and understanding of how to uh, what to pray for and what to communicate with God about. And in return, we receive from God so that we can allow him to use us and express what he wants to carry out through us in the earth. And that's in Romans 8, 26 and 27 talks about that on the Holy Spirit making intercession through us. And, and then we talked about, we talked about staying in contact with God. Um, it's so important to 
the scripture talks about in James 4, 7, how we are to consistently draw nigh unto God. As we draw nigh unto God, we know he's drawing nigh unto us. God never leaves us, never forsakes us, but we become so spiritually alert and in tune with God that it becomes a consistent, habitual way of living in his presence. Okay, that's what's so important about how we stay in contact with God. As we're born again of the Spirit, we we walk in the Spirit. Uh, we are led by the Holy Spirit, and it's so important that we allow um, the, our souls and our spiritual life to be nourished, you know, by communing with God. Our souls and our spirit, our souls and our spirits are being nourished as we commune with God. Because we the man, remember Jesus talked about how man should not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. So we commune with God. We maintain the we maintain the the life of um of God with God when we are communing with Him. We are drawing nigh unto Him. Uh, it's just like what John talks about in the 15th chapter, how we, He's the He's the vine, we are the branches, and and, and we are connected. And that branch receives nourishment from the vine, that the life of God will be produced through us. So that's the the importance of of, of us communing with God so that we receive that spiritual nourishment and empowerment that we need to go forth in the earth to carry out his will. And then when we spend time with God and we stand close to God, um, that's that's thing enjoying his presence. That's um, a form of worship. Worship is not just, you know, under um, singing praises to God. Worship is a lifestyle. It's a lifestyle. As I know, when Jesus was being tempted, when he was in, being tempted by the enemy, and in the, I think that last temptation, you know, God, Jesus told the enemy that my call and my duty is just to worship God and him only. Worship him, serve him, live for him. That's the number one focus of us as believers is to worship God only, serve God only, and live for God only. So that's what our focus is as we communion with God. We stand in contact with God. We're praying in the spirit. We, we're, 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 we're demonstrating a life of worship um, when we are um, stay maintaining um, our contact with God so that we will effectively be used by him. Okay, Everything um, Christ was. Um, and, and everything he did resulted from the moving of God's spirit. You want to be, we, we got to be, we always desire to be led by God's spirit. It's no longer this flesh, like I said, is crucified daily. We're going to be, have productive, successful, productive spiritual lives. We have to allow ourselves to be yielded to the Holy Spirit and led by the Holy Spirit. Um, oh, and, and I was reading here, and again, on twist. Um, Smith Wigglesworth, he said in his prayer life, he often prayed in the spirit. He did this because he said things which are too deep for our minds to grasp and too profound for our language to utter. These can only be appropriated by our spirits. When when Wigglesworth gave um, an utterance in the spirit, he interpreted it very often. On many occasions, um, he was heard. And on many occasions, he heard this. He said each instance was an unforgettable experience. The interpretations were absolutely profound. Okay, and that's what the, what communion with the Holy Spirit does. He knows the mind of God. And he will translate um, that uh, what God is trying to interpret to us, because God is spirit, and now we're born again of His spirit. That 
which enables us now to receive from God in the spiritual realm. So it's very important to communicate. And in, in some situations, we know when we talk about praying in our heavenly language, we are being, our spiritual man is being edified, is being built up. And if God uses this gift in a public setting, he normally he'll follow it with interpret, interpretation. Um, so because those people who are in, who are listening in, in a public setting, you know, not spiritually born again. They don't know what's what's being said. So therefore, well, God always follows up with an interpretation when he does it in a, in a uh, setting where others are involved and they hear the, the tongue going forth so that people can understand you were uh, bring forth interpretation. Um, so important. So the learning. So learning. One of the secrets we talk about is praying in spirit. You know, because we want to be able to touch the realms that are far beyond us. Because, again, as we living out this spiritual life, again, we're we're we're, we're wrestling sometimes against unseen powers and principalities and in, 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 in wicked places and in, in heavenly places that are are not a, for God, but are against God. So we have to always maintain our spiritual alertness and in tuneness. And the Holy Spirit enables us to do that as we uh, stay in, in the spirit by communing with him. And by speaking, by speaking in our language, and by staying in contact with him and by letting our lifestyle become a life of worship and service unto him. OK. Key things I want to talk about, too, is understanding that and this that, that it's always having a mindset of, of, of humility, of humility. Because we got to always remind ourselves because sometimes it will play on you as you living out this life in, in, in contact with God and one with God. God can be using you in, in many different ways to have impact, you know, in your family and impact in your community, impact on your church and impact um, in, in your job and, and things of that nature. And you can see God, see God moving in such a powerful way in your life. But if you don't maintain that uh, attitude of humility, maintaining your humble, humbling yourself under the mighty hand of God, the enemy can play on you and, and, and make you think it's you, <laughs> you know, but it's, you always got to remember it's no longer us living, but it's Christ living in us, okay, because God will, will exalt those who maintain humbleness, because he know that as he exalts us, he we are, because we allow him to be exalted in us and through us. It's all about him receiving the glory. Okay. All about him. Because living this life, uh, of, of living this life, um, of walking in the presence of God and walking in the anointing of God, it's all about doing the will of God. Okay. And, and it's never about us living according to our power or our might because we and ourselves cannot accomplish the things that God wants to accomplish. He doesn't. He won't share his 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 presence and his power with flesh, his glory with flesh. He wants to only work with those who are yielded to them, because that's what he can accomplish all that he is called to accomplish. And he said in our lives, he wants to do the exceeding abundantly above anything we can ask or even think according to the power that works in us. So maintaining that humility is so very important. What's what verse said often said. If you have to stop to get ready when the opportunity arises, you are too late. Okay, so when we are communing with God and under the under His and maintaining humility under His mighty hand and communing with, in fellowship with Him through the power of the Holy Spirit and 
and, and we that means we always allow ourselves to be in a ready state. So when God desires to use us, we are we immediately respond and allow Him to flow in us and through us. It's not about being ready and wondering if this is what God wants to do. We have a confidence and assurance that it's Him by His Spirit moving in us and moving through us to accomplish what He wants to accomplish at that purpose. Because as many people in His life, that's not going to see Jesus. They don't. They don't. They don't. They're not. They, they're not going to meet Jesus, of course, <laughs> face to face. So they're going to meet him through us, the yielded vessels of God. As he touched me personally in my life and transformed me, I know when I was overjoyed when I, when I had that encounter and God transformed my life and began to use me in ways that were beyond me to to, to reach others. It's that joy I felt, I want other people to, to feel this joy. I was in a confused state of life, you know, not knowing my purpose, not knowing my plan because I wasn't rightly connected to God. But when I yielded and he began to turn my life around, I tell you, it was nothing else I wanted but to bask in his presence. I wanted to learn from him under, under the tutelage and mentorship of the Holy Spirit. And he began to move in my life in, 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 in many ways where he was using me to impact people in the workforce when I worked in the out in the workforce in the mar, in the marketplace when it comes to the Walmarts of the world, the Kmart's of the world, and the, the Urban League of the world. I mean, he would move and, and, and through me in ways to speak words of encouragement to lift people out of depressive states to seeing people healed, you know, and just many things that I knew he was doing through me to impart. Um, impact people's lives. And that's what he wants to do with us. He wants to maintain humility and understand that it's him in us that, and, and he wants to use us and move in us to have an impact upon those he puts us around. So he says when they reach, um, so when he, so the importance of being ready, staying in a ready mindset to be used by God in such supernatural ways. And in and, and the, Supernatural, you know, as you're walking in the presence of God and under the anointing of God, supernatural ways become a really become natural. You know, it's it's not every day you're going to see pardons of pardon of Red Seas and, <laughs> and things of that nature. It's God moving in people's hearts in ways that we don't even understand. You know, sometimes you can because the presence of the anointing rests upon you and wherever he sends you in the grocery store, like I said, or be on your job or even in your, your household. Somebody in your household can be depressed or oppressed in a situation, but the Holy Spirit senses that he, the anointing is resting upon you. It can remove that burden off that person's life. You know, it can, you know, it can, it can, somebody might be experiencing pain in their body. So anointing upon you can heal somebody, you know, just in your regular everyday situations. You know, God may give you a word of knowledge to speak to someone, a word of encouragement that, that, that will destroy a yoke and remove a burden, set somebody free right then and there. So it's all about everyday living and letting and just being available uh, to the Holy Spirit and the move of God in your life. Because I just remember about that situation when when uh, Peter, I think it was Peter, was just so heavily anointed, anointed was rest upon him that people were just bringing their sick and laying on them, maybe even on stretchers and putting, laying them in the street, just hoping that as Peter walked by, that his the anointing was on him, that they, his shadow alone <laughs> would uh, resonate healing, you know, and in the, in, in healing in the lives of those who were, he was passing by. So that's kind of what, how the anointing will move on us as we are yielded and, 
and allowing him to use us to do this work in the earth that he is called, that he desires to do. Because with the miracles and, 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 the, and the ways of God that are being expressed through us are, are evidence, evidence of the kingdom of God being manifested in the earth. Amen. So as we continue to move in um, this this way and in this vein that God has called us to move in on the direction of the power of the Holy Spirit, always remember it's not about us, but it's about him moving in us and through us to accomplish his great work in our lives. And it's not not something that's spooky, you know, it just it just um, becomes normal, you know, and people can sense when you genuine are a, a believer and you and you walk in a certain way where people can sense that something's different about you and they want and they're drawn to you and then that's the presence of God upon you um we'll read here in Galatians the first chapter this is Paul speaking here beginning with that 11 verse it says when he was called to apostleship, he said, but I make known to you, brother, that the gospel which was preached by me is not according to man. OK, not about it wasn't about him. He says, well, I neither received it from man. He received this anointing uh, from God. OK, and he, and he said, nor was I taught, nor was I taught it. But it came through the revelation of Jesus Christ. OK, so anything that we have, because we commune with God, we've been desiring to be in his presence. While you in God's presence, you learn, you got to take in and learn from God. This is um, Mary was sitting at Jesus feet when, you know, when Martha was like, tell Mary, to get up and help me serve. You got Jesus said, no, Mary designed a good thing. And I'm not going to take that away from her. Mary was sitting at Jesus feet, soaking in. Everything that she can utilize, he wants to listen to Christ, and that's what God wants us to be. Desire to be in His presence to learn from Him. You know, Jesus said, "Yoke up with Me, yoke up with Me, and learn from Me." That's what He wants us to do, because Jesus, as He sat in God's presence, He He received from God, and He was empowered by God to accomplish all that God called Him to accomplish. And that's what we happens to us was we desire to be in his presence. We soak in everything that he wants to impart unto us so that we can go back out and impart to others. They too may be set free and drawn in to the family of God. Okay. So so he, he said it's, it's not a it didn't come from man and and and, 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 and I wasn't taught by man. I received this revelation, this knowledge and this understanding, this empowerment from Christ. Then he went down here in the 15th verse of the same chapter. He says, but when it pleased God, okay, see, I mean, when it pleased God, it wasn't about him going forth to make it happen. He said, when it pleased God, who separated me from my mother's womb and called me through um, his grace, by his grace, to reveal his son in me, that I may preach him among the Gentiles, okay? He said, I did not confer. <laughs> With flesh and blood. See, Paul said, I, I received this, this grace upon my life, this anointing upon my life. It came up, came from God. He chose me. He called me. He laid his hand upon me. And he already knew me. He already knew this was going to be my way of life, even while I was in my mother's womb. <laughs> okay. And, to, and he had his appointed time when he was going to choose to reveal his son, Jesus Christ, 
through me. See, so again, not about us, about Christ in us being revealed, revealed to others, because He is the hope of glory. We all was us all about us allowing ourselves to be under the mighty hand of God, so that Christ can be seen in our lives, because Christ is the one who can save, deliver, and set people free. It's Him in us hope of glory doing the work in us as jesus said his father was doing the work through him he in the person of the holy spirit is doing the work through us okay so this is the mindset that we got to have as we are walking under the anointing walking in the presence and under the anointing of god we don't confer with about conferring with flesh and blood but we are conferring to the holy spirit and receiving revelation, receiving knowledge from him to allow ourselves to be moved by him to bring glory to God and to sit by setting people free and instilling hope in people's lives, introducing them to the power of Christ and, 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 and the love and expressing to them the love that he has for them and the life he has died to give unto them. So as again, as we continue to walk out this, this faith life, um, understanding that God wants us to be submitted and committed to him and understand that we are his instruments of righteousness to be used by him to carry out, to preach the gospel, live the gospel so that he may demonstrate and confirm the, this message of the gospel by signs and wonders in our lives. The anointing that rests upon our lives is not for our glory, but it's always for him to be glorified in our lives. All right. So I thank God for this another opportunity um, to speak upon this this um, topic that we've been discussing. I hope you, that you have been edified by this this topic of walking in the spirit and 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 walking according to the anointing and the presence of God. And remember, God wants you to know that. He wants to use you. He desires to use you. He already called you and ordained you before while you was yet in your mother's womb. He already called you and ordained you to do a great work in the earth for him. And we all, no matter what, who are believers, we are ambassadors of Christ. We represent him and we must fully commit our lives to um, this word and being and, and having faith in this word and knowing that God has given us this faith. Uh, to to live by. So again, I want to continue to encourage you to let you know that God wants you to walk by faith and not by sight. And as you walk by faith and not by sight, and you live out this life of faith, you will please God. So again, until we meet again, I want you to be blessed and continue to walk by faith and not by sight. Love you.